the Ticats Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Yes, it is. Speaking with the enemy on Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. And uh, very pleased now to be joined by Jeff Avery. He's a color analyst on TSN 1200 in Ottawa. And uh, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us here today. Uh, the Red Blacks, I mean, is this a must-win game for them or is the playoffs really a realistic opportunity for them at this point? Well, I, I find it difficult to say realistic. Uh, certainly, if you look at the numbers and the possibilities, it's a must-win. Every game's a must-win. We thought last week pretty much was too, but there's still the opportunity mathematically. But they're they're in a you know a world of hurt now, and it's uh, a, a, a team and a season that they're you know probably looking to get to the end of and start rebuilding for next year because you're, you're yeah, first time and I've I remember in my involvement with this league where you're starting basically five first year offensive linemen. So not a pretty picture. Certainly tough to get behind behind the uh, the line with the five rookies. But how how have you seen Caleb Evans and his improvement so far this year and, and his outlook for the future? Well, I, I certainly think he has a, a future in the league. Uh, he's you know done a lot of good things, but again, we have to remember he's a first year player, and so he's run into some defenses that have confused him. Um, they've had some, you know, just some bad luck in some instances, but he certainly is very athletic. He has the ability to make first downs with his feet. Uh, he does make pretty good decisions with the ball, although he has had a couple of bad ones, but again, first year player, you're going to get that. Uh, he's got a good arm. Uh, he throws well on the run as well. So, I mean, he has a lot of positives and uh, he's a very even keeled you know, fellow. You know, he just, he doesn't get too high and he doesn't get too low. And so he just, you know, he keeps working at it and, I think Paul Apolise is really pleased with uh, him and the opportunity to work with him. It's just a matter of, you know, probably being forced into the situation a little earlier than he wanted to. Yeah, and Paul Apolise kind of reiterated his support for his number one on uh, your airwaves on uh, TSN 1200 this week. But that being said, Duck Hodges is on the roster. He's been with the team now for uh, a couple of weeks. He's got some NFL pedigree. Do you think we see him more in more than just short yardage situation, which is what Lapo said he was going to be using? Do you see? Do you foresee a situation in which we see Duck Hodges kind of lead this offense in this game? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, there there is the possibility. I think. You know, I, again, if Caleb Evans comes in and plays very well, uh, no question, Paul is going to leave him in there and go with him. Uh, but I, you know, certainly we're going to see Duck Hodges on some short yardage, and given how well the offense is moving, he may get some time. He's got a got a package that he's comfortable with, as far as the coaching staff is concerned, and so. You know, if Caleb Evans is struggling, uh, I don't know whether they'll turn the whole game over to him. That would shock me, but I don't. I uh, would not be surprised to see them give Duck Hodges a few, you know, a series or his, his X number of sets of plays just to get him in there, get his feet wet, because that's what the remainder of this season is. Certainly, as we talked earlier, the possibility is still there mathematically, but you've got to get a look at these guys under game fire as you go into 2022. You've signed uh, Devlin Hodges to a three-year contract. At some point in time this season, we're going to see him on the field because they need to know what they have. Yeah, certainly. What What about the defensive side of the ball? Uh, what do you find is the strength of the Red Blacks right now, and in, in which area do you think could use the most improvement? Well, what they've done, you know, overall, they, for most of the season, they had a, a pretty good thing going with just sort of allowing a, too many yards, which is not a good thing, but tightening up when their back came up against the goal line. So the first several games, they were quite strong as far as keeping people out of the end zone. But from a weakness side, you know, they just have been giving up too many long plays. And, you know, it's it's part and parcel of many things when you're trying to 
you know, shut down a passing game. You're, you're not getting, you know, they do get a fair number of sacks, but they're not getting a, an over number of pressures on the quarterback to make the quarterback feel uncomfortable to help the secondary out. So, you know, Mike Benavides, he, he's uh, dealing up, you know, a variety number of pressures to give different looks for quarterbacks, and I'm sure we're going to see that again today. But if they could just tighten up on the deep ball and get a little bit more pressure on the quarterback, not necessarily sacks, pressures are almost as effective, I think that'll go a long way to giving them a better performance today. There haven't been a ton of bright spots for the Red Blacks, but one of them this season was definitely the play of Devontae Dedman. He is out. He's only on the one game injured list, which I, I think the Red Blacks would look at as, as good news considering he uh, left the game last week in uh, crutches. But what do we know, about, if anything, about uh, Terry Williams, who will be handling the uh, the return duties today? He's very Brandon Banks-esque, 5'9", about 165 pounds soaking wet. But what have, uh, what has either uh, you know Dyson been saying about him or, or what what's the kind of attitude around him? He's kind of forced into this role uh, with the Deadman injury. Yeah, it's going to be one of these time will tell, obviously, because, you know, you, you don't know until you get actually in under fire, but he has good quickness. He's got good speed. So, he, you know, he has those things, your intangibles you're looking for, the, the ones that you can measure. But it's that ability, that innate ability to find that seam, to have the patience, and then when you see something, to take advantage of with acceleration. And, you know, losing Devontae Dedman this week, 1,914 combined yards over double of anybody in behind him. You know, he's just, he's just been outstanding, and taking the ball to the house a few times has been excellent, too, providing some offensive punch for this team. So, yeah, Terry Williams and the return teams, there's 12 guys in the field, They've got their work cut out of them, cut out for them, because really providing this offense with as good a field position as possible is really going to mean something to any success they might have today. That's certainly true. And uh, looking at the Tiger Cat defense, if the return game is able to give some good starting field position, how do you feel that Ottawa, uh, the Red Blacks, are going to be wanting to attack this Tiger Cat defense? What what areas do you see some vulnerability or some, um, you know, some some places that you can exploit a little bit well i'm not sure about exploiting i think in general terms they they just need to do something with the quarterback caleb evans you know they've got to move that pass point around a bit again we're back to that same discussion of the guys across the five across the front the all first year players andrew pickett is a third year player but he's been hurt for the first two years so this is his first action that's why i said five first year players um so i think for them to be successful they're going to have to move caleb around give the Hamilton defense some different looks with reference to where the quarterback is delivering the ball from to try and keep the pressure off. Because I think everybody watched the film when Montreal did auto over those last two games and lining up six, seven guys on the rush certainly caused problems for the Red Blacks. And so, Again, moving Caleb around is going to help them a lot. You know, I, I think if they just play their own game, they have the ability to get the ball in the hands of some pretty good players. Kenny Stafford has proved to be a good mid-long-term receiver for them. He hasn't played a lot so far this year. You know, Coombs has been very good with his quickness in the short passing game. Ryan Davis, you know, again, number two in combined yards. He's been an effective player for his quickness after the catch. And R.J. Harris is pretty solid. So if they can just give Caleb Evans some time, then certainly the passing game I think will have – a positive effect on their performance but you know this a lot of people forget but the running game is so important and if they cannot get some performance out of delance turner in that running game just running it up in hard and just getting a little bit of the heat off the quarterback then it'll be a long day for this offense
TSN 1200's Jeff Avery is with us as we're speaking with the enemy here on Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. And uh, Jeff, just want to jump back to the defense because, like, when you look at their secondary, Sherrod Butler or Sherrod Baltimore, Abdul Kane, you know, Pruno. I mean, that's that's a pretty decent secondary. What do you look for the Red Blacks defense to maybe try to exploit with this Tiger Cats? Offense. I mean, Jeremiah Masoli's been doing a great job of protecting the football, but do you see some opportunities for this Red Blacks team to maybe strike and try and catch the Ticats off guard a little? Well, uh, it's difficult to say. I, I think when you talk about the combination of Baltimore and Canna, those two are, you know, nude back into the lineup, so they haven't been there all year. And, and I'm sure still, although veterans, still trying to get uh, – a little bit of their feet underneath them, and I think probably the best performer in that secondary all year has been Randall Evans, the other the other inside halfback. Um, so I, you know, I think they have the opportunity to give this receiving core some trouble. And Mike Benavides does a great job of giving different looks. Uh, you know, gives the combinations of zone and man. So I think that's what they're going to try and do with Mazzoli is try and just give him different looks and give the opportunity to make plays and. And, you know, if you can just make plays, it can be a huge difference. Abdul Kenna did that at the beginning of the year out in Edmonton. Sherrod Baltimore is that kind of a player. So if they can just get them the opportunity to make some plays, then they can create some headaches for Mazzoli in the Hamilton offense. I was about to say the uh, Ticats probably won't be looking uh, a lot towards that side of the football field. Uh, one more before I let you go, Jeff. The uh, Red Blacks will win this game if – finish the sentence – <laughs> I think they'll win this game if they just control the ball and don't turn it over. I think it's that simple. They don't want to hurt themselves. I think they're they're probably good enough just to get that done, given their opponent has got some severe weaknesses. Well, we shall see. It should be a great one. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Great. My pleasure. Take care. That's Jeff Avery. He's a radio analyst for the Ottawa Red Blacks on TSN 1200. All right. Still about 15, 20 minutes to go until kickoff. Coming up next, we'll check Andy's Car Star Keys to Victory and bring you today's starting lineups. This is Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross on the Tiger Cats Audio Network.